studying. Happy Monday, everyone. March 27th, 2023, and welcome to episode number 533 of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening and reading and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Today is Monday. It's the last week of March. Easter is next week. Hot damn. It's flying, but life is good. And today we are going to dig into another mock draft. This time we will be looking at Ray Fittipaldo's second seventh round Steelers mock draft following for agency. Very excited to get into that with all of you here today. But before I do, just a reminder of the podcast that I do with Mr. Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I will be recording this week, probably tomorrow afternoon. New episode will be up on Wednesday, so be sure to check that out. Jim is the GOAT of Steelers beat writers, having covered the team since 1995. He does great work. You don't want to miss it. Check it out. That is linked in the show notes. And then also, please be reminded of our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. If you've ever wanted to learn how to trade the stock market successfully, profitably, consistently, Real Life Trading is your one-stop shop for stock market education. It has changed my life, hence why I'm sharing it with all of the yin's beautiful, beautiful studians. So studians, let's go. Ray Fittipaldo's seven-round mock draft following free agency. Let's jump into it. Round number one, pick number 17. Fittipato is still in my man Wexel's pick here with Darnell Wright, offensive tackle out of Tennessee. 6'5", 333 pounds. We know that the Steelers need depth at tackle. Potentially may need a starter if they're not satisfied with the core four or if the Dan Moore project doesn't work out. So Fittipato has Wright as the Steelers' selection. At 17, Fittipaldo writes, he lacked consistency with the Volunteers, but more than held his own against the SEC's top Ed Rushers, including Alabama's Will Anderson. Continues to say, either way, Wright has the potential to be better than anyone on the roster right now. So that pick makes sense, right? We know cornerback or tackle with that number 17 pick. Fittipaldo believes it's going to be a tackle. I'm all right. I'd be all right with that pick. With their first pick in the second round, number 32 overall, the Steelers select Kelly Ringo out of Georgia, 6'2", 207 pounds, another rangy corner. We know that they need a young cornerback. Everybody knows my pick here at 17, Joey Porter Jr. I don't see them waiting until the second round for a corner. But like I was saying about Peterson, Fittipato saying the same thing. Peterson is going to help bring along a young corner. And Fittipato says about Ringo, he has everything the Steelers look for in a corner, the size to handle duties as a tackler in the running game, and the speed to run with receivers down the field. Ringo is scheduled for a top 30 visit to the Steelers next month before the draft. Again, makes sense. Tackle cornerback. Write it down in some order, whether it's cornerback, tackle, tackle, cornerback, that's going to be how they draft to start this season. Firm believer in that. Their second second round pick, number 49 overall, they select D. 
Defensive lineman, Mozzie Smith out of Michigan, nose tackle, 6'3", 323 pounds. We know that the Steelers need to improve their run defense. They haven't had a really true, old-fashioned, traditional Joel Steed, big snack Casey Hampton type nose tackle in a long time. Tyson Alulu, for a short period there, kind of did his thing, but they need that big body. Mozzie Smith is that guy again. 6'3", 323 pounds. Fittipato writes, the Steelers definitely need to beef up their defensive line. And Smith would give them a run stuffer with the potential to develop into more than just a nose tackle, which is what he played. That pick. I know Weck said that Luke Whipler, the center out of Ohio State, tossed Smith around. And, okay, touche, but... He's got size. You can coach him up. How does he do with NFL coaching, NFL strength and conditioning, nutrition? I like the upside here of this pick. They need a big man at nose. He can come in and contribute right away. I like Fittipaldo's draft so far. Moving on to round number three, pick number 80. Here's one pick that I don't like. Fittipaldo has him selecting outside linebacker Byron Young out of Tennessee, 62250. And Fittipaldo says the reason he has them drafting an outside backer here is because they have not made any move in free agency. We still don't know what's going to happen with Bud Dupree. We know that Dupree has been in for a visit. I'm I'm expecting that signing to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens this week, as early as today. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, we hear an announcement of a two-year deal, Bud Dupree. But Speaking of young, Byron Young out of Tennessee, he says he ran a 4-4-3 at the Combine and tested as one of the better athletes among a strong group of edge rushers. The way the Steelers are scouting edge rushers, don't be surprised if they pick one in the second round. It's a deep and talented group in this draft. That's from Fittipato. I just don't see it. Round number four, pick number 120, the Steelers select tight end Luke Schoonmaker out of Michigan. This is two Michigan players here on Fittipato's list, 6'5", 251. Now, over the weekend, the Steelers did resign Zach Gentry. I'm very excited about that, which makes me call into question this pick, especially with Connor Hayward being on the roster and adding versatility and being able to play that tight end spot. But Fittipato says tight ends coach Alfredo Roberts attended Michigan's Pro Day with Tomlin. Shoemaker, like Gentry, enters the NFL with strong run blocking skills, but he might offer more in the passing game as he develops. I like it, but I don't love it. I, I don't see it happening. I don't think it's realistic. They've got their guy in Gentry. Hayward is an all-around utility player. So, eh. Not a fan of his last two picks here. And then with the two seventh round picks, number 234 overall, cornerback Cameron Mitchell out of Northwestern, 5'11", 191. We know that they need to build some depth at corner. And that's exactly what this guy is going to bring. Did run a 4'4", 740. Had two interceptions in 29 college starts, so he's got some experience. He would be a project player. And then with their last pick, 241, the Steelers select wide receiver Darius Davis out of TCU, 5'8", 165. That's a tiny dude. And see, he's kind of in the mold of Calvin Austin, who didn't play last year because of injury. I just don't see them 
bringing in two of the same type of players. So not sure what the thinking is here, but this is what Fittipaldo says. Davis adds value on special teams. He was a Big 12 special teams player of the year after returning. Two punts for touchdowns. He finished his college career with six special teams touchdowns. So if you're looking at it from that angle, makes sense, especially with the departure of Steven, Steven Sims, who signed with the Houston Texans. I guess I could see that working out. Anyway, there you go. That's Fittipaldo's second seven-round mock draft for the Steelers following free agency. Still think there are some dominoes yet to fall in free agency, but props to Fittipaldo. I enjoy his work, enjoyed his mock. Again, these exercises just help us get familiar with what is available out there to your Pittsburgh Steelers in the draft. So good stuff. Good learning exercise. Sweet. And studying, that's going to do it for this Monday episode last week in March. Can't believe it. Hope you all have a phenomenal week. Lovians out there in Steelers Nation. It's beautiful, beautiful studying. Life is good. The sun is shining. Finally out here in my neck of the woods. You know I got that depression when it gets dark outside. So life is good right now. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. Uplift the world. Let's go. Don't forget about the podcast that I did with Jim Wexover and his site, The Still City Insider. It's linked in the show notes. Don't forget about our affiliate partnership with Real Life Training, linked in the show notes. And remember, on this beautiful Monday, March 27, 2023, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.